The Broncos keep winning. The Nuggets are back to grinning. The Buffs almost had the right stuff, and the Rams just couldn't score enough. All on a Mayhem Monday edition of the program. Let's get it, Becker. Yeah! Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Are you kidding me? can't afford on the road like this. Second and goal, Mims the motion management. Wilson on the keep, Russell Wilson for the touchdown! Wow, this guy's unbelievable. Russell Wilson is, is back. I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know if he ever left. Maybe it was Hackett was so bad. Let's ride. Uh, Vance Joseph? Uh, it's humbling. It's humbling getting to watch your defense play football the last five weeks. I get how the first four weeks didn't go your way, but this whole thing where you're giving up like 17 points a game and you're getting two or three turnovers. Take away city. Take away city. 52-80. Mile Ooh. high. I mean, smile high today, Broncos fans, Because and it's obvious. It's another gorgeous day. I tell you, when the Broncos win, it's like a gorgeous Monday. Sun is shining. Even though it's 19 degrees, it's a beauty, and when the, the stupid donkeys lose, it's like gray. And it doesn't feel fun. And I don't like Mondays when the when the Broncos lose. We're Broncos fans at the Gersh House. Minus last Sunday night. Okay? <laughs> minus last Sunday night, we weren't Broncos fans. But deep down, I'm talking to my kids. I'm telling them, no, we're pulling for the Broncos, guys. This is our town. This is our zip code. We live in the city. Danny lives in the suburbs. He's like a Highlands Ranch, Douglas County Broncos fan. Little wine and cheese at the cul-de-sac. And, you know, three-car garages. Three-car garages. You know how many three-car garages are in the city? I don't, I don't either. Not nearly. Zero point zero. None. We're huge Broncos fans at the Gersh House. I'm trying to get Alice, my sweet daughter, to just be a Broncos fan first so that she doesn't have to go through the pain and suffering of losing 21 to 20 on Sunday night right there. Well, you th I thought we had that interception. Who is this Cortland Sutton guy, too? I mean, everything is coming up orange and blue right now. And hats off to, I don't know, who are guys that kept the faith? Terry and Callie kept the faith. Barely. Barely. Terry and Callie kept the faith, though. He did. Remember, he said, all right, if we get this one and then we, and if we can take down the Chiefs, then we'll be back to three and four. Right? He was off by a week. They didn't get to this one, but they did take down the Chiefs and started a sweet little stretch. And, and there's nothing better than being on the graphic, in the hunt, in the picture, right? There's plenty of teams where they didn't even have to select their graphic and bring them up and make a nice graphic, you know. But And, and the next step is now division seems a bit of a tall task, but it's not out of the realm of possibility, I guess. But deep down, isn't it about just making the dance? Winning games in November, which that's all you've done. 
every game you've played in November, you've won. Winning games in December so that you can play in January, and, and, and then only two usually get to play in February. But, I mean, if, if you're going to go ahead and just take a 14-0 lead and then start getting turnovers, I mean, this is what the Broncos have been doing so great. I mean, even against the Vikes, Vikes are a great defense. Browns are a great defense. And you got up, you know, 3 nothing early on the Vikes, got the turnover. You get up 14 nothing. 14 rip, and then you start taking the ball from the Browns? Oh, man, what a, I mean, I'm telling you what, man. And and even coming, th- you, you know, guys are getting weird penalties. Baron Browning maybe shouldn't have got that call. Maybe zero shouldn't have got that call. I don't, drives kept going, but it was like relentless pain being distributed. You know, and the weird thing about it is like, you know, Sean, there's defenses that remind me of this, and one of them is Sean Payton's Saints defense. Now, we later found out, you know, there was a little money on the table. They might not have been the only team playing that game, um, but definitely the team that got caught doing it. But, man, there's something to be said about the relentlessness of a defense that – and you even saw it last night in that Baltimore Ravens game. I mean, if we're being serious, Baltimore and Denver are on a collision course for a playoff game. Fortunately, I don't think it's going to be here in the mile high because the way Lamar is slinging the rock, right? But there's something to be said about relentless defenses that just like, even if their team fumbles, even if their team makes a mistake, or even if it's a third down and it's in, and then the flag goes and it's first down with the 15 yard and a personal foul and all that, man, there's just something to be said about like seeing something not go your way, even though it, it's not fair. Or it didn't feel right. And then just strapping back up, buckling that helmet back up and getting that damn ball back to your offense. And then I'm, I'm telling you what, man, the third downs were out of, out of this world yesterday. I mean, in the game against the Bills, right, the Monday night game against the Bills, the Broncos, all their third downs were like third and 10 or 11 or 12. Wait, way too many of those. Vikings game, that was a sweet game. That was a a damn sweet game, right? And those were they did a good job, probably 50-50 on those third downs. They go against the best defense in the NFL at stopping you on third down, and they go four out of their first five. By the time the Broncos had their sixth or seventh third down, the game was kind of (laughs) over. I mean, Thompson, Robinson, Williams, this guy ain't it. And you can say all you want about how, like, well, if they, maybe if the Sean Watson was playing, maybe then we see what kind of team this is. The Browns were seven and three. If they win that game, they're eight and three, tied with every other best team in the AFC. There's no AFC teams with nine wins. Or did the, or I'm sorry, did the Ravens get there last night? I believe so. I think they're nine and three. Let so the Ravens are nine and three, I think. But everyone else atop their division. I believe, including the Chiefs. Yeah, nine and three. Are eight and three, right? So the team you just beat, I don't care who their quarterback was. They were trying to be the best team in their right. conference. It's not like Deshaun Watson was lighting the world on fire either. I no. mean, it's seven touchdowns, four picks, and a really low rating. I mean, yeah. Now, yeah. and, you know, I th- I was going to say hats off to Mark Sanchez. I guess it sounds like Broncos fans are, are, are pissed. Mark Sanchez, I'm totally pissed. 
we tried you out here and you didn't even make our squad, so suck on that egg, Sanchez. Cool butt fumble. Cool butt fumble, dummy. I liked how Sanchez was in there going like this. He's going, you got a quarterback that has never played or in three damn games in the NFL, and you're running like loop-de-loop flippy pops? You got Kareem Hunt back here. You got another angry running back. You got a big, strong O-line. You don't need many points to win these games, but you you can't be doing, you know, school ball, goofy stuff like that. Just because Russ Wilson's doing these sweet little play actions and taking the ball for 30 yards doesn't mean you got to try and outsmart the other coach. This is where Stefanski comes up short. This is where Staley comes up short. Staley's coming up short big time. We can oh, blame yeah. Herbert all we want, and I'm happy to blame Herbert. I'm off. I'm off Herbert. Right? I'm back on Wemba Yaya, but <laughs> off Herbert. But half of that has to do with Staley, too. You look at Staley, and you just you don't see what I see when I look at Antonio Pierce. <laughs> you know? What I see when I look at Andy Reid. Big goof. You blew it! I think he gets too far into the analytics. Like, you can have analytically driven decisions, but he takes it too far. You don't need to go for it on every fourth down inside your own territory. Um, yeah. I, he's getting testy with reporters every single week. I think it's just a matter of time. Before yeah, you can see he gone. It. it's coming. Yeah, and, and for those of you uh, in, your death, in your death pool that took Frank Reich, Frank Reich for your first coach to be to be fire. You won a big bat because I didn't see that one coming. Did he make it one and done, baby? Less games than Nathaniel Hackett. Less games. He made it eleven. There were the one and ten. So ousted. I bet the I bet the Panthers were like, "Hey, thanks Broncos for firing Nathaniel Hackett last year's in the first season, so we didn't have to look like bad guys." You know, because it's a thing now. It's a trend. You know, Urban was like, Urban was acting a damn fool. Urban had to go, right? And even when he's up here in Boulder, we see him hollering at cheerleaders. That old dog ain't learned no new tricks. Hackett had to go. Hackett was, Hackett from week three, we talked about it. I remember calling into the show. I was sick that day. And I called in. I'm like, we got to break up with this guy. And then, you know, same deal with Frank Reich. I mean, what? how many more? One out of ten? You know, it's not coming up. It's not coming up W's for you. Now, the, ah, man, and the great thing, too, I think, when they saw Frank Wright getting fired, or, or Hackett getting fired, is that you can bring in a Sean Payton. And so maybe just maybe they got something in mind. Because as much as I don't love everything Sean Payton does, that boy can coach. And, and that boy can run an organization. Absolutely. And that dude, he's, he don't care what you think, and I'm, I'm in that boat. That's a, I'm a big fan of that boat. I don't care what you think, you know, like, I mean, I, I tell me what you think, but if you think bad about me, I'm not, I can't lose a ton of sleep about it. I'd love to converse with you about your thoughts. 303-831-1340 hotline text line. But the key is that Sean Payton, man, you can say whatever you want about him. You can say this, that, and the other thing. And he's just, he's not falling for it. He's not taking your bait. He's not answering your silly questions. What's the question? He'll stop you in the middle of your damn soliloquy. Hey, coach, you know, noticing trends in the first quarter, you're going first, you're going 32 personnel with you guys, and then short third downs of nuts, going flipping it back to a 32 personnel. Just wondering, you know, with the upcoming defense, 
What's the question? <laughs> Hell yeah, Sean Payton. What's the question? God. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. He, I like he he recognizes the strengths, the run game, and the run blocking, and they're just playing to that. You know, they're not slinging the ball all over the yard like they were in New Orleans. Russ Wilson, what 134 yards passing yesterday, but it's efficient, and they're running the football like like what their uh, their strengths are. I mean, so. that's it's and it's it's funny to see that he's kind of zigging when everyone else is zagging, right? Every no one's gonna pay their running backs, and no one, you know. Running backs aren't worth it, and why do you need this and that? Or, you know, even O-linemen, they're, good teams are letting good O-linemen go. Well, not the Broncos. They're picking them up. They're making a point that, like, this is not a five-wide passing league. On fourth and inches, on third and one, look at the look at the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, they've got the best offensive line in the game, and they're, they've got the best record in the game. And they're coming off a Super Bowl that they could have won. And I'm pretty certain... It's going to take a really special performance to make sure that they don't get to a Super Bowl again. Right? Look at, I mean. For sure. Yeah. Look at the Cleveland Browns. How are they able to make it this far? They have a badass offensive line. Look at the Vikings. When the Vikings started winning six straight games. How? How'd they do it? Well, they sure up. They got that guy, Dalton Reisner, who played hurt here last year. Didn't get the deal, but he hung out. He waited for his chance. And he solidified the O-line. I mean, that Quinn Minerts. I mean, like, it's amazing what a good O-line can do for a quarterback or a running back or a tight end or your wide receivers for your third down conversion rate for your third and third and what? Third and yardage rate, right? Third and short. The games when they were losing, it was third and nine. <laughs> Yesterday, it was like third and four all the time. How do you want to get the four yards? You want to run it? You want to pass it? We got options, right? Third and 12, you're getting blitzed. Everyone knows you're passing. They're going to lock down man, right? You can't get loose. You saw it happen to Josh Allen last night. I don't know, man. That that Buffalo Bills team. Good thing we dropped them and we picked up the Jaguars. Because even though they didn't win the one game against the Niners, they won about eight other ones this year. And uh, they're our smile high team of the year. Hey, we're also going to have some special guests in today. I got some guys. Well, I got Coach Z coming from the Colorado Youth Football Invitational. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. The nominations went out um, for the first wave of guys. They're, they're, they got all these peeps on the waiting list. We're going to talk Colorado Youth Football Invitational. They got a new location. Nice. A new date. They're doing things a little different. I could tell you all right now, but what kind of a tease would that be when I could just get to it on the other side? You know what I mean? So, 303-831-1340. Hit us up on the hotline. Hit us up on the text line. Unless you're G, then just save it, G. You can't even beat Hawaii. <laughs> Texting me about Utah. I like it when Utah hockey. Broncos are hot. And I'm here for it. God, I'm so tired of draft pick talk. Like everyone's a damn GM just because you got a fantasy football team. Draft pick talk. Let's talk about the playoffs. And the Broncos are, man. I mean, now they're talking about like, well... Let's talk about that. Yeah. Now they're talking about which team they want to play in the playoffs, not which quarterback they're hoping to draft in the first 10. And that's how it should be around here. You haven't heard that uh, Williams kid's name in a while. That Caleb guy from USC. What I happened know. to him? Thank God. If I hear Drake May. Or like, oh, they're really missing Albert Ogawegma, mom. Ogaweg, your mom. Smile High Morning Show. We'll be back on the other side with a little bit more of this sweet action. Please.
7.5 HD3. That's the one for me. Mile High Sports Radio. Hit us up. Hotline text line 303-831-1340. That's the way we do it around here. We'll read your texts. We'll definitely take your calls. We love talking to the callers. Some of the other stations, they don't really give you the microphone. We do. We love to hear from you. Um, so, but I mean, especially if you've got that Broncos fever. Broncos country's hot right now, and it's they're doing all the right things all the right ways, and they're, it, it's like easy to tell why they're so good. <laughs> they convert on third downs. Their quarterback's under control. He's not getting mauled. Their O-line is pushing dudes when it's on the run plays, and they're protecting dudes on the pass plays. 14's catching everything. 14's a freak. 19 hasn't even gotten started yet, right? And then Jerry Judy, like, you know, he bought that, got that new crib. He's, he's moving in. He likes it here. He's trying to be a member of the family. He ain't trying to move along or move on or be traded before the deadline. He's a member of the team. Jerry Judy's stepping up. I'm not giving Zach Seegers his, his full flowers just yet. You know, but I'm, I'm just telling everything's coming up Broncos, and that's probably why you're five straight W's. Do you see it ending anytime soon? Opponents coming in and, and opponents on the schedule aren't exactly – Scaring, scaring the likes of what I'm seeing. Where, where do you see it stopping? Is it the, I mean, the Texans are tough. But that's going to be, that game's flexed to early in the morning. That was supposed to be an afternoon game. They flexed it, I think, to get more viewers. So that's kind of a good thing if you're into that. Chargers are reeling, man. Is it the Lions? Patriots can't win. Chargers can't win. Raiders, I mean, if you can sneak by the Texans at home. Now, that's C.J. Stroud, man. Every game he goes into, he comes out of it the better of the two quarterbacks that played that day. Same could be said yesterday, and that's inclu- that's our guy, Trevor Lawrence. That's my guy. Hollywood, we got that flow coming out the back. If you can beat the Texans, I the Chargers are just a mess right now. They're probably going to have a new coach by that game. The Lions, if that game was here, I'd give you that one. But since that one's in the home of the Motor City Kitties, but that'll be a tough one. But, I mean, I'm looking at three or four more wins the rest of the way. It must be nice being a Broncos fan. Big game tonight for the Vikes. Vikes play tonight. They got the Bears at home. They could easily lose that game. Every Vikings fan know. Anyone that was at the game two Sundays ago, they, they saw those purple, pitiful, sad fans that, you know, they love to predict a losing outcome. Vikes could lose that game tonight. But if they win that thing, Man, then we're big-time Broncos fans the rest of the season, too, because we want the Lions to lose. So we're pulling for you there. Um, I, I, I mean, dude, <laughs> I'm starting to think, when's the last time the Broncos turned the ball over? Can you remember? Did, they, did, they, did Russ fumble yesterday in the, in the first half? I thought he did. but He got one yesterday. Okay, I was going to say, golly. Because <laughs> that, that's how you win games is you take care of the pigskin. 
right? And obviously taking it away from the other team, great way to go. But that doesn't guarantee you points and touchdowns all the time. But when you're giving it up, when you're giving it away, that that surely guarantees you're not getting any points on that drive. And so to see um, see yesterday be the first time I've seen them turn it over in a long time, I don't think any in the Bills game, and I'm pretty sure they were plus three against the Vikings, three nothing against the Vikings. And so, man, it's one of those things where when you do the little things right, when, when, when you come together as a squad, when you get rid of the me guys and you, and you elevate the we guys and you do what coach says, even though coach is kind of a prick, you know, you know, coach is kind of a jerk, even though coach is kind of maybe doesn't seem like he has your best interest in mind. Do what your coach says, not include your defensive coach. And the guy gets the NFL, right? It's just, he's a winner. So I think what you're going to want to do there is, um, Keep listening to your coaches. And then, and then the, I like how the coaches are doing things that are putting the players in the best spots to succeed. It's, I mean, that Broncos game was easy to watch yesterday, and that was against a hard-nosed, tough, gritty defense. Dude, Miles Garrett's over there. Zadarius Smith, that team is nuts. And, and Bowles, hats off to Bowles, man, because Garrett is one of those guys that can change a game and change your season in one play if he gets enough pressure. And he puts enough hit or enough work on you. So, man, it's going to be fun to watch that Houston game. They, they moved that on purpose. They flexed it to an earlier time slot because they wanted more eyes to get to see that C.J. Stroud versus Russell Wilson game. So that'll be a fun one to watch for sure there as, as well. Let's go out to the hotline. Let's get one of our all-time favorites. He's a mayhem icon. He's calling in from the, the Golden State. And he's calling in with all love and no hate. It's Terry. Terry, how are you, player? I'm doing well, man. Yeah, all love, no hate, of course. Listen, you know, I, I was – we get all this. A lot of people were like, oh, you know, all the fans that were – that were that wanted them to tank. And listen, I never wanted them to tank. My my thing was if we were going to be bad and, and Russ wasn't going to play good, I didn't want to have another season of, you know, eight, nine or something that, and we're going to still be stuck on. I always wanted them to win. Yeah. I just wanted some hope. I, I had wanted, you, I had you down here as the last true believer, Terry. Well, 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 here's the thing. And and I have to give, you know, we're giving Sean Payton a lot of credit, but he deserves some, but I got to start giving the players credit too, because they could have easily folded, man. After, after hanging. Now, I don't know if you heard this, Jeff. I don't know. They said that some of the players were crying in the locker room after giving up 70 points to Miami. Had you heard that? I I hadn't heard that exactly, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, I heard I, um, um, somebody saying that. I don't know if I was listening to Dave Logan or something last night on the show, but but here's the thing. They could have easily, easily folded. Here we go again, the losing culture. Hey, the guys have, have come to play, and I'll say this about Russ, man. I know people think he's corny and, and you know, uh, a lot of uh, ex-teammates have given him a hard time. But, man, the guy says the same thing, man, every week. And at some point, maybe it's just not an act. Maybe that's just who he is. It rubs people the wrong way. But he, he, he's done a great job. And I'm happy because I don't really think he still played his best ball. I still think there's a lot of plays that he leaves out there that he can still still do better. You know, we still have a little – some silly penalties sometimes. Sometimes oh, yeah. he, he, he underthrows. But, but, man, he seems to have – of uh, taking his ego out of it because think about it, man. He's been a, a top-notch player, and in the into 
run the ball, constantly run the ball, and maybe not be able to be put in the positions that he wants to be to be successful. We're winning. It's five games in a row. I think this game right here, to me, is the most important one coming up. Man, it's going to be a heater, too. Last time the uh, Broncos played at 11 a.m., they gave up 70 points, right? Most of these other games have been late in the night or, or that afternoon slot. So this and, and they're playing against the top-notch quarterback. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but but it's going to be up to the Texans to see if they can break the rule because the rule is now you only get 18 or 19 points against the Broncos. Yeah, that's a great. Isn't that great? That's Isn't a, it great to just that's be a sick in, rule, uh, coach. December? <laughs> I'm a damn Isn't big fan to... of that. I, every time we're winning a game when I'm coaching them little fourth graders or whatever, I always point to the – I go, guys, I like that we got 18 points. But the fact that we only given up four points right now, boys – that's what gets me all fired up. Like, defense is the reason you get to move on and advance. Um, obviously, you got to score points, too. But Houston, you know, they they got to realize that 20 might be all they get. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks. Hey, listen, isn't it great to be going into December and having a chance to be in the playoffs? Yes. It's great, man. Yes, and it's I'm great. proud of you. I remember when you called and you said, hey, if we can get this one, and then we're going to knock off the Chiefs and we'll be right back to one game below 500. You were the only guy. Everyone else in town was talking about draft picks. They were talking about quarterbacks in college. So hats off to you for keeping the faith, like Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Good, good. Shout out to my boy Danny Mitchell, yep. bro. Yeah. Keep up the good work, you guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, player. Danny's on assignment. He'll be on vacation tomorrow. He'll be uh, on leave of absence Wednesday. He'll be on. Uh, I don't know what he'll be on. He'll be on something. He'll be on a little champagne heater on Thursday. But he'll be back. We'll get him back next week. So um, keep calling in, though. We love it. We love hearing from our Broncos fans out there. Uh, Coach Z is in the building, so we're going to get to it. Can we get out to the hotline for one more quick one? A.B., you think we or we don't have time? Oh, we do have time because it's the one. It's the only. It's the champion. It's Ray Ray. What's up, Danny, Jeff, and Alex? Behind the glass, shout out to my sports and all callers that make the show callers. We need more callers. Hey, let's go on the pause note. Uh, treat your elite women with a uh, special wine like a flower and a rose. They're special and they're a blessing. Hey, let's go on a positive note. Those Broncos, that's why they're doing good because they got a good coach and they're a good quarterback. If the other teams don't have that, like the Raiders, Chargers, and other teams don't have that, that's why they're falling off the, uh, off the railroad tracks. they got to get up back on that hype train. And that's why they're doing good if you have a good quarterback and stuff just, and their team's organized. And I think the Broncos are going to keep going all the way. But my Lamar Jackson, second team, he's looking sharp. The Baltimore Ravens, they're doing great because they got a good coach and a good quarterback. What do you guys got to say? Oh, man. I mean, everything's coming up orange and blue out here in Broncos country, and it should be. Everything makes sense. It's like when you make a bunch of good decisions and you execute properly, it makes total sense that teams are having a hard time beating you and, and then not giving up, too. I mean, to, to be able to come back against the Vikings in that game and score in the fourth quarter with a minute left, I mean, that's, that's what winning teams – are called upon to do, and that's what this winning team is doing right now. So, and, well, and hats off to all the pretty man. elite women too. Just like those Nuggets, that's why they're still doing great. But hey, check out my buddy Rick Flair and AEW, and check us out on Friday Night SmackDown. God bless Ray. God bless. Come out. Yeah. Ray Ray's always got that energy. Speaking of energy, we got that Big Z energy. Coach Z's on the other side of the glass. We're going to get him in here. We're going to talk Colorado Youth Football Invitational. 2.0. We're running it back this time. Even better than last year. Becker was there, and he he knows he's he's the look on his eyes better than last year. How can that be? Last year was mm, mm, chef's kids. 
But in fact, we've got plans and we're going to share them with you on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. Smile High Morning Show. Hey, we're back. Smile High Morning Show. It's Monday. It's fun day. Everyone's feeling good in Broncos country. That's five in a row. That's That's got to feel good. Uh, were you there? Coach Z was here. Spit into that mic for us. It was fantastic. There you go. Yeah. Coach Zarek Martinez uh, joined us last year, uh, kind of around this time when we were getting ready to talk about the Colorado Youth Football Invitational, the inaugural. Now we're past our inaugural. Year we're, two. We're working on year two, yeah, edition 2.0. 2.0. And um, we, we've come up with some big news in the last week now. Um, we, they named the location. They named the dates. And, and they're accepting nominations. Let's talk about where we're at right now. Well, the biggest thing is we didn't want to promote where we were going. Everybody's like, Z, where are we going? Where's it going to be? Where are you going to hold it? And I was like, just expect the college. And so everybody's like speculating, see you, see you, see you. Um, we had to wait till it was all signed and um, lined. The, <clears throat> the ink was dry and we signed on with CU. So, yeah, it's going to be fantastic to be up there, indoor facility in there. Um, we're gonna have the lower turf for for practices. Yeah, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, last year they were at the Broncos facility. Didn't you know? Didn't go outside. Didn't get to go outside. Oh, it was only inside use. Didn't quite have uh, as many of the amenities. Maybe we thought we were gonna get out of the deal. Didn't quite have bleachers for people to sit on or right. places for people to stand. They didn't want you bringing water or soda in there. They had a lot of rules, and uh, it, it'll be nice this year to. Uh, take this show up to college country. I mean, especially with what Coach Prime's been able to do up there. Boulder, Colorado on a Saturday is amazing. I can only imagine what it's going to be like on that Sunday. That Sunday, we're going to light it up. Everybody's going to be prime time up there. <laughs> Last year, it was earlier in March. It was like March 3rd, 4th, 5th, but not yep. this year. This year, we've got to move it back a little bit too, right? Yeah, we had to work around different schedules, um, spring breaks, stuff like that for sure. facility usage. So now we're uh, March 23rd, 24th, 25th? Yeah, it's... It's right in there. I think it's right Sunday there. the 24th. Sunday the 24th. Yep. Yes. I yep. bet that weekend is just. Yep. And that's, <laughs> that's, I think you guys did a good job there. Plus, you know, you've got outdoor options so we can do it. But then for the big day on Sunday, everything's going to be indoors. Indoors. Climate controlled. Yep. Right there on the same field that Travis Hunter is stretching and, and Shadur and Shiloh are, are playing catch on. So yep, exactly. um, as much uh, buzz as I think we had last year with, with the kids and the families being at, in Broncos country. I got a feeling there's something about Boulder, Colorado that's really going to crank it up. I think so, too. I think uh, just the hype that came in with CU this year um, and then what he's going to end up doing to transform it again for this coming year, uh, his coming year for his recruiting classes. And now he gets a chance. Hey, maybe he wants one of those VIP passes. He'd come in and watch uh, the future Colorado youth players start to get after it before they get into high school when he needs to start recruiting those well, for those of you that don't know, we do we do the youth football invitational. There's five games going on, so the highest level that's played is eighth grade. So by the time, let's see, by the time maybe we get to our youth football invitational 3.0, we can be starting to talk about guys that are at Valor Christian playing in state championships or guys that are down 
coming up from Palmer Ridge, who just got done winning a championship the year before, stuff like that. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. And then as we get to Colorado Youth Football Invitational, let's say 8.0, right? Then we can talk about guys that graduated from CU and guys that went on to play at Wyoming for Coach Bowl and guys that, you know, yeah. and we can say, we can kind of start to show the lineage of what this thing's turned into. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so I talked to Mr. Christensen today. I told him I'm doing a plug. You got, you got to get on. He got on and he's 100% in. His, his two sons ended up going to – uh, Standing Lake, both are Letterman. So they both played in our game last year. Yep. And then they had uh, jerseys made up that were half and half with their boys on it because they were we split them up. We didn't let them play on the same team. And then um, it was pretty cool. Now, now he's he said how much he he supported us a ton, and then how much he appreciate what we did. And his boys are now starting at Standing Lake as freshmen. So it was pretty cool for a school. That's yeah. And the, and I think it, it's one of those events where. You, you look back on it and can only smile, you know? Yeah, I mean, you, I guess in theory, you could be like, I should have had that pick or I could have ran that one in or I could, you know, but deep down when you zoom out at what you just participated in, what part took over the weekend, you know, you got the rings, you got the belts, right? The turnover, everyone's getting all the love. We got it going on YouTube. We got it live. So everyone can, can tune in see, we got the sideline interviews, right? Interviews, yep. We're going to do it all just like that again. And, and I mean, I can imagine of all the 500 how many kids were there last year? Okay. So, well, we had uh, 23 to 25 kids on each team. Uh, you know, it's yeah, so, so 50 per game and per 10 game, game and 10 and teams, 10 right? Teams, yep, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. And then, like, now our nominations, we're already at, we're over 650 nominations for the year. Uh, today is the last day for that first wave to get the registration, figure out how, if they're coming in or not. So we can go on to the next wave. You know, the, our first wave is usually typically lineman heavy. We want to know where we're going to be. The, so go the line. So go the way. Yeah, this is not flag football, guys. This is not seven on seven passing academy. This is football, and we got to see some of the best, biggest, baddest dudes that on both sides of the ball yeah. in the trenches last year at this youth football invitational. Some of these kids you're looking at going, he's in sixth grade. Yeah, <laughs> sure about that, Coach Z. And sure enough, I mean. Colorado's got some some boys, the some boys. dogs. Yeah. Um, so how do how do people get to nominate? I, I, so, if someone's listening right now and they want to nominate their, yeah. their, nominate their son team. or their son grandson. Or they're a coach that want to nominate a player that they have. They just go to coloradoyouthfootballinvitational.com. Uh, click on the link. It has a nomination drop down, and you start it there, which is fantastic. So last year, <clears throat> we like everybody to bring in their um, – Video. We need video. We want, we want to pick the best of the best of what we get from that handful. And we had phone videos. Right. We had huddle links. We had just you name it. Right. Right. And it was all over the place. And unfortunately, um, there's probably about five or six kids that came that I thought I was looking at another kid through the nomination process. Right. Mm. So it wasn't broken down where I knew which number it was. It right. was tagged up with a, zero, a circle and flames around it to watch that person, how they shine. So it's like, oh, this guy looks really good. That's what I thought I was watching. So this year, we partnered with Sports Reels. Ryan's been fantastic. Okay. And holy moly, like it's really um, helped fine-tune the, the nomination process. So Sports Reels, you can send Ryan or, or his team your your footage, and they can kind of package it together? or how? No, so when they go through the registration process, they sign up for a Sports Reels link. They get a, a promo code, Okay. and it's good for – it's free. They go on, um, and they get a promo code, build their highlight video in there, and then add the link in to where their nomination link is, and boom, I end up get, getting it. 
other guys that are watching it. I have to, I I reach out to a lot of coaches and and family friends and stuff. Like, hey, I can't decide between these four kids. I need one of them. Which one? You know, it's pretty fun. Like they're watching it, and so now it's easier for them to help me too. It's funny you bring up the coaches too. I mean, last year we had a who's who of Colorado's football coaches. McGatlin from Valor was there. Villaman from Regis. We had. We had guys from the north, the south, the east, and the west coming from all over. Rodriguez from Fort Lupton, Bennett from Bolin. Oh, FFC had his coach oh, there. Yeah, uh, Novotny from Cotton Novotny's Cotton. a bad dude. He's awesome. Yeah, he, Thunder. He was the very first one to commit to me last year to be a coach. Novotny's a good dude, yeah. man. Yep, Known yep. A long time. Thunder Ridge coach was there, man. We, I mean, you had them all. It's getting the same kind of love from the high school coaches around the area? I'm hoping so. So now so Thanksgiving's over, right? It, coaches are now digressing. we state championship weekend and i know it's I, coming we up just had two a six a six man through two a this last week now we have three a four a five a um so you want to let those coaches kind of i know how it is as a coach like I, sometimes you just need to decompress yeah. after the year. um you gotta go take a nap you know, but now it's i'm gonna reach out so the first those staffs that came last year i'm gonna reach out to them can you can you commit coach can you not and i have a waiting list i have northfield coaches want to get in um Tip view wants to get in. Yeah, we have all kinds of coaches. Well, and what we love too is that this isn't just a metro thing. This yeah. isn't for guys that are in the a twenty minute drive. This is for the whole state of Colorado, and we want you to come. Whether you're out there in Montrose, or whether you're in Lyman, or whether you're down in La Junta, yeah. I know it's La Junta, <laughs> or whether you're up, you know, close to the Nebraska border, come come check it out and uh, and come be a part of it. Yeah, uh, because that was so special about it last year. I know Mark Jackson and I called a game, and I couldn't. We couldn't stop talking about how. You know, last year there was 70 different clubs, 90 different clubs somewhere in there being represented, yep. you know, not just cities, but clubs within the cities. And, um, you know, it was a, it was quite the spectacle of, of just football and a celebration of, of the kids. It is. Currently, I think there's about 65 different associations. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're just getting started. 45 cities. And, yeah, we're from Grand Junction all the way down to, to Lyman. And then we got kids that are nominated from – Fort Collins, um, Greeley, all the way down to Trinidad. It's just fantastic. Getting new rings made, I heard, huh? We have to do new rings, yep. So, How do you get a ring? Um, you got to win. Got to win, right? Gotta so win. there is still a little bit of merit involved oh, in this whole party, right? Yeah, you got to win. No, that's awesome. Win. Yep, and then they were giving out awards, too, for best linemen. I know um, when you got the turnover, you got the belts, right? I mean, everything you guys did was was top-notch. And, and I, you know, I know a couple of these parents. I coach some of these kids that now have kids. And and we all were just amazed at the work that that you guys were all willing to put on. Was is it is it just you and Chris Unruh doing all no, the work, no, or is no, there no. A, there's a, there we got is there a couple lovely ladies behind the scene two doing two amazing ladies that take care of everything from the social media and the emails and just yep. fielding questions and stuff that you just have no clue that are getting done in the backside are getting taken care of. Um, so Cassie and Mandy, they're fantastic. We couldn't do it without them. I know that for sure. Oh, Cassie, I couldn't and Mandy. do it without Chris. And really, I don't do much. I just try to get the coaches. You got that good energy, kids. though. Yeah. You got you, you bring that energy. It's other people. It, it's a big team. And we got Coach GTV streaming it. Man, we and, oh man, that we was tore fantastic. it up last year. You did. I couldn't believe you it, did. man. We we and no hiccups, nothing like that. Everyone, you know, technologically speaking, you know, not nothing. No wires went bad. No nope. no power went out. No power went out. We got uh, we had replay. We uh, I kind we of had coached instant the replay. coach to do like. It was close enough to be like, hey, coach, replay that. You think so? I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, not only did we have instant replay, like you're saying, we had coaches' challenges. And I'm willing to bet, guys, that we had the first ever sub-collegiate challenge in the state of Colorado. Yeah, 
guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee it, right? And I think we had three of them. Or no, two of them. We had one in the sixth grade game, one in the seventh grade game. Yep. Um, and a bunch of studs. Well, let's talk a little more. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk. I'm sure we can get into some Broncos, too, if you're interested in that. Um, but I've still got a couple more questions about the Youth Football Invitational, how we're going to make it better, and uh, anything else you want to talk about. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. Coach Zarek Martinez here with us with the Colorado Youth Football Invitational. We're running it back 2.0. We're going to be up in Boulder, Colorado, which I think is a little bit better than uh, Dove Valley, Englewood, because the city, you can go kind of like, you can go up and down Pearl Street. You can go up on the hill. You can flip a coin at the legendary sink, yeah. right? Well, that's where I took the – when we went up and toured, that's where we went. It's like you got to go eat at the sink. You know, right? right? And it, don't get me wrong. Dove Valley was a dream come true, and we couldn't have done it without him. And we're thankful that they gave us that opportunity. And now it's time to move on to the 2.0 edition. And Boulder, Colorado is about the only spot I could think of um, that would make it even better. We're going to light it up. We're going to light it up. All right, we'll be right back on the other side with a little bit more of the Smile High Morning Show. Checking my tires, We're counting the number of tiles in the ceiling. Head for the hills, the kitchen's on fire. I'm through with standing in line, the clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never gonna win this. Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in. And a king size tub. Hey, we're back. Smile High Morning Show. It's Monday edition. Coach Zarek Martinez. Coach Z. We call him Coach Z. I'm Coach G, right? Call me Jeff Kirsch if you want, but call Coach Z, Coach Z. You uh, with Valor this year, we were just talking in the break. Man, it's a little different not to have you guys playing this weekend. It's it been, what, three or four years in a row where you guys were meeting up against Logan's yep. team and, and battling? Yep, it is. It's different. It's Ralston different. Valley said, you said they got a quarterback who could spin it, though, man. Madden could spin it. And- Cherry Creek got all of them last week. Cherry Creek almost Saturday. couldn't handle it. Yep, yep. And then and then Cherry Creek's got Columbine coming up here. They they play a little different style of football, don't they? Oh, they man. just they'll Columbine run right over you. Come right at you. They're very disciplined. They're sound. It's been the same system for the last since Lowry's been there. And should be a great game. Should be a great game. It's Can Columbine pull it off? I mean, we all know Dave Logan's got the biggest school in the state. He's got he's got, got some of the best athletes the in the state. Lyman in the state. He's got Stud great facilities. He's a great coach. I'm Young sure he's got great coaches. Up, coaches up and down that roster. Yeah. Fantastic kid. What's it going to take for Columbine to pull that thing off? Get on him fast. Right? And stay on him. Yeah. Right. Don't don't Wait, try and. Yeah. Like, instead of trying <laughs> to make it a, a dumb it down slow game, you're yeah. saying run it up. and. I think he's just keep pounding on him every time you get a chance. Right. Run it right at him. Okay. You know. Speaking of guys that can pound it, this Blake Barnett up in Erie, he's, he's trying to win a state championship. Against the Palmer Ridge Bears. Mm-hmm. That's our school. We used to call all their games. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You got any insight on that game? That's 4A. I don't have much. I, I uh, Palmer Ridge I, has got them big boys up front, man. When I left 3A, Palmer Ridge, yeah, I, I don't know much about them anymore. I know they got stuff. It's a great program, traditional program. Um, even with the new coach that came in a couple years ago, just, just kept going. Yeah, they kept the same kind of. You know, Erie has that stud quarterback and, and, um, you know, they've been solid. They were they were in the state championship two years ago as, as well. So, Colorado Youth Football Invitational this year. We Big announcements came out last week. Boulder, Colorado is the site. We're stoked about it. It's moved back towards the end of March. March 22nd through the 24th are the dates. 22nd, 23rd, those are the practice days, right? Those are where you meet the team, you learn some plays, you get some action. Yeah, get to know the coaches. Run, you know, coaches get to see a little bit of what you get to do. 
Um, we also have the combine testing. So Zybeck Sports. That is so in, cool. And it's fantastic. And this year's Mike with Zybeck is going to be there because you, the weekend we did it, he's also they do the forty yard dash for the. That was the, the combine. Con- yeah, combine. It's their system that they run. Oh, so, the kids loved it. The awesome. adults loved it. Yeah. I mean, we were sitting there like every now and again, we're setting up shop and we're looking over like. Damn, did you see that cone drill? That that, that guy, that boy can move. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's amazing. What else? What else uh, is on the docket for you guys in order to try and uh, you know take it to the next level? What what do you got in mind? Anything uh, else? Just setting up the practices, make sure the the kids are are taken care of. We're, you know, we're talking about where we're gonna do check in. Last year we did it at Dove Valley um, Pat Bowen Fieldhouse. Um, this year we're looking at doing it at a hotel, make it a lot easier, streamline it. Um, everything's in one spot, yeah. and then. Uh, you know, set up the practice times. We want to try to get a third practice in for those teams. It is amazing that these guys barely get to know each other and they're running plays. Um, yeah. But still, these games, that's the sixth grade, the seventh grade, and the eighth grade games were all just full of players making plays. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Fourth and fifth was fun to watch. Yep. You know, and they had, I mean, they're fourth and fifth graders, yep. you know. Um, so to see them succeed was great, too. But, man, it's amazing to think how sharp these kids are um, after just two days of practice. That's why they're all-stars, though. And that's why these coaches too. That and, and what's great is the whole staffs come. It's not just mm-hmm. you know, it's not just Brett McGatlin. It's the whole Valor. It's just, yeah, we want we pride yeah. ourselves in getting that staff there. It's a way for them to give back to their community, get to know people, you know, and just give back a little bit. You it's know? hard to keep a football coach away from right. a, a football celebration like this yeah. too. You know and what I, I mean? Think now we made it good enough where the coaches know it's just not. Hey, we just show up and do this. Which I've got a couple comments from a few coaches. It's like, hey, coaches, uh, I didn't realize it was this big. Like. They thought we were just coming in, run about five plays, and be good to go. I'm like, no, you got No, we're, go. yeah, it's big, and it's getting bigger, and it's getting better. Yeah. Huge shout-out to Ryan at Sports Reels, right? What yeah, he's Ryan, been able to yeah. do to help streamline the uh, nomination process. Huge shout-out to the lovely ladies of the Colorado Youth Football yeah. Invitational. Mandy and Cassie, they keep everything, all the ducks in a row. Oh, it's, um, if I'm off, I'm Follow them on Insta, too. That's where I get all my info. They do the best on Insta. And I'm not always on Insta, but if I need right. some youth football invitational stuff, I know right where to go. So, uh, Cassie is a social media queen. And she's she is. Great yeah, I hear she makes good, like, desserts, too. Oh. Come on. Let's do this Cookies again. The best. Can we get you back in studio in yeah. a couple weeks and we'll, let's we'll re-update? Let's, let's do this, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll get more stuff lined up. I'll, I'll be able to tell you. Hopefully, we've got some already committed. Yeah. As the news comes in, we'll keep getting it out to the people. How can they get their nominations in? Uh, go to uh, ColoradoYouthFootballInvitational.com. You heard it here first. That's Coach Zarek Martinez for Chris Unruh, for Cassie Unruh, for Mandy Martinez, for Alex Becker. I'm Coach G. We miss you, Danny Williams, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Everything's for sale. Got five.